Hello, hello, and good evening, New York. Thank you for tuning in to the rundown on WNYU 89.1 FM here in New York City and online everywhere at WNYU.org. I'm your host, Aria Young. Happy Thanksgiving Eve, um, I guess. It's, uh, it's the day before Thanksgiving, so it's been a bit quiet here in the station, but I'm still here bringing you some local news uh, for the rundown. So today's episode will be a short one, so I'll just get right into it. Uh, Our first story is about a new festival that was started this year at NYU School for the Arts, Tish. It's the Monologue Festival. It brings together the different art departments in uh, creative collaboration. Bridget Rudolph has the story. From WNYU 89.1 FM, I'm Bridget Rudolph. This year, the New York University Tisch Department hosted its first annual monologue festival. The monologue festival was pitched and founded by the Tisch Dramatic Writing alumnus Paige Esterly to bring the different departments of Tisch together on a fun, creative project. Incoming freshmen and transfer students taking the class Craft of Dramatic Writing, basically Writing 101, were required to participate writing a one-minute monologue on any subject of their choosing. From there, they were partnered with actors from the Tisch Department and a director who was a graduate of the program. There were admittedly some mixed feelings about the monologue festival. Some students found it a waste of time that they had no choice but to participate in. Missing and vague emails from the higher-ups, a last-second location change, and actors dropping out and having to pass off their monologues to unprepared actors, even up until the last few hours before the festival, didn't help these sentiments. Regardless, everyone poured into the last-second location in an open lecture hall at 5 Washington Place on the night of November 17th, and as they say, the show must go on. After seeing the performances, however, many students changed their tones on the festival. I must admit, at first I had my misgivings, and I was a little bit stressed out, but eventually I was impressed by the performance my actor gave, and I was actually, the night before the monologue festival, actually able to meet with my actor and the director and talk things through, and that put me definitely put me at ease a bit. It was okay. It was cool. It was really nice to see how my actress chose to interpret it, leading up to it and then what she actually acted out which was even better than rehearsal and it was really cool to see the audience's response because i'd only seen craft classes before the festival had a total of 58 monologues showcasing the best work of artist departments writers and actors monologues ranged from comedies about asking santa claus to take back the little sibling a child had asked for the year prior to dramas of a depressed lover comparing himself to a decorative armchair as that is really all he is to his wife now The main purpose of the festival was to bring the different departments of Tisch together, and to most certainly accomplish that, both in collaboration and understanding. Uh, I think I've taken away a new appreciation for directing and acting and teamwork in kind of like the production process of making a piece. I learned a lot and I had a lot of fun. Uh, Writing and acting is very hard, and I'm glad I only have to worry about the writing. Despite the confusion and working with tight schedules, many students agree now, yes, they had fun at the first annual monologue festival. Boy, oh boy, did I. I had fun. I sat with some people I enjoy talking to, and I got to see, and I enjoyed the performances uniformly. For WNYU 89.1 FM, this has been Bridget Rudolph.
And that was the story about Tish's new monologue festival brought to you by Bridget Rudolph. Our next story is brought to you by yours truly, me. Uh, the new school is in its second week of strike. I went to the picket line today and talked to a professor and the student who were protesting there. And um, there were an overwhelming support uh, for the new school's part-time faculty union. And so without further ado, here's the story. Part-time faculty at the new school has been on strike for two weeks. The new school is a historically progressive university in Manhattan that also includes the Parsons School of Design. Faculty members walked out last Wednesday to protest pay and working conditions. According to the union organizers, part-time faculty has not received a raise since 2018, which represents a pay cut of 18% when adjusted for inflation. Faculty members and students have been forming a picket line in front of the University Center on 5th Avenue and 14th Street. Dianca Potts is a part-time lecturer at the university and a member of the bargaining committee. She says that the labor dispute has been a long time coming. Everyone knows that the main reasons that we are at this point as a community is because of the lack of respect that the university has given part-time faculty and in their lack of respect, but they have not given part-time faculty. They've also in that way been disrespecting students and alum. Um, Every single thing that this institution stands for is hanging in the balance right now because of the university's inability to embody its actual principles and ethos um, from its origins and into what it currently claims as part of its brand and identity. The lack of transparency, a lot of the straight up gaslighting and like it feels abusive to be at the table in negotiations with the university who keeps saying that they're bargaining in good faith even to this day where they more or less have abandoned the table and are trying to bully and shove down our throats unilaterally a contract that the majority of of part-time faculty, if not all, are not comfortable with. Union organizers claim that the school's final offer failed to account for the cost of living raises they're asking for. The offer includes a 7% raise in the first year and 2.5% increases in subsequent years. But it was still far below the rate provided for other academic workers. Students are also supporting their professors at the picket line. Geneva Schaub is a second-year undergraduate student at Parsons. Geneva says that many students are frustrated because of the institution's failure that led to their education being put on pause. For me, at least, a lot of my professors are part-time, so a lot of my classes are, like, not being held right now. And it's frustrating because, you know, this school is, like, not cheap at all, and people pay a lot of money to go here, and so it is a waste of our money at the end of the day. So a lot of people are very confused, like, why are my professors teaching? But... I obviously, like, it's because the administration is, like, withholding a fair pay from them. They're withholding. And it's like the school, we pay so much to go here. Where is the money going? It's insane when you look at, like, the statistics of, like, what administration is paid versus part-time faculty. And, like, those, that part-time faculty making up, I think, 87% of faculty, like, that is most of our professors. And they don't take home, like, a livable wage. And that's just absurd. The new school strike is a part of the wave of union struggles among higher education. Last week, 50,000 academic workers within the University of California school system walked out to protest. 
NYU adjunct faculty took part in the movement as well. Last month, 95% of adjunct professors at NYU voted to authorize a strike. As a result, they reached a tentative contract with the institution. I mean, I don't know. I was like really amazed by how NYU was able to show that power of community when they went for their strike authorization vote and had such a high number. And we had a similarly high number. So I feel like that myth that, you know, Union folk are are radical and greedy and try, like that's not the it's like that's not true. We're regular people, and the reason why we're out here is because we care about this community, we care about our students, and we care about each other. And we are tending to, we are the stewards of the new school's legacy. Unlike administration, unlike McBride, unlike Renee, like where is everybody? They're not here. We are. And I feel like that's something that each of these different communities are proving. The new school has released a statement in response to the strike. The institution says that they deeply respect their part-time faculty and remain committed to reaching a renewal agreement that works for everyone. For the rundown on WNYU 89.1 FM, this has been Aria Young. And that's it for the rundown tonight. If you liked what you heard or want to hear something different, or if you want to submit a tip for a story, you can email me at associatenews at wnyu.org. Next up, we have more podcast episodes for you from Cringe Culture and Let's Talk About Aesthetic. So stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy the show today. I will be here next Wednesday, 7 p.m. to bring you more local alternative news. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you all have a fun holiday weekend. I'm Aria Young, and this has been The Rundown on WNYU 89.1 FM.